1: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's the Best friends forever, best friends forever.
2: Fantasy,
0: best friends forever. Doo 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 this is the Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside Frankie Stample, I am Greg Osman. Frankie, what's going on, bud?
2: Frankie, here prepping for the Super Bowl. Getting closer and closer. Very exciting, Greg. Rams and Patriots Super Bowl 53. Obviously, we'll be joined by a great in-studio guest. Looking forward to that as well. But before all
0: that, Greg, how'd you sleep last night? I, I slept all right, man. I, I slept all right. I slept all right. Anything else going on? I'm trying to coordinate with Marshall to get him in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's standing at the bar. It's all right. he Guy's got to gotta get
2: himself a drink. Yeah, he's got to stay he's hydrated. Thirsty. You
0: know? he's, he's thirsty. He's thirsty. I'm not going to hold it against him. I slept all right, man. I slept all right. No no real worries there for me. I, um, I woke up, I've been waking up a few times. I'm doing this. Can I tell you actually a weird thing about how I've been, what I've been doing? What's up? If you don't mind.
2: Sure. I mean, everyone else might mind. I don't mind.
0: So i have been waking up. Like in the morning, like I'm pretty up. When I wake up, I wake up, you know? So I did that. The last two nights I did this thing where I woke up and I like my I sleep on the right side of the bed. So I just like turn over to the right. You look at the clock, right? So I literally been waking up and just going like this. Just like taking my arm and like, bam! Not saying bam, but just like pointing. And I did it. In your sleep? Like when I'm waking up, it's okay. like, all right, the clock. Like clearly it's like time to get up. and just like, bam. And like last two nights I did that for, I don't know why I did this. Okay. Extending my arm and pointing to the clock. The last night's I've done it, it was three thirty in the morning. Was exactly like, the same time. No, oh, like, I mean, give, or t- give or take three thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "What? Like, Why is my arm? What am I? What are you doing? What am I doing?" Elite. Very weird.
2: That's what you're doing. Well, Greg, I hope I uh, hope your sleeping habits get better here in the near future.
0: I don't. How, how did you sleep, man? This is but wait. Really- this is a huge day for Frank Stanford. Huge oh. day.
2: We're yeah. almost there, everybody. We're almost there, collectively. Everyone who's watching and listening has suffered through this month with me. I've eaten no carbs and drank no alcohol.
0: He I'm has not there. had bread, pasta, rice, nothing. All of his favorites, to be honest with you.
2: Beer. I nothing. will 100% be cracking a beer open at midnight tonight.
0: At midnight to tonight? Yes. You won't even be sleeping. You'll be cracking open a beer. <laughs> will you be eating like, some pretzels with the beer. No. Nah.
2: No, nah, I'll save that for tomorrow. Bacon, egg, and cheese first thing tomorrow morning. That's how you're breaking the That's, that's how happened. you're breaking it. Definitely a beer tonight, though. It sucks because I'm going to Jersey to place my Super Bowl bets today. You can't just
0: stay and hang out. Yeah, I beers. can't
2: like drink any beers. It's been all awkward. Like Whenever I've gone throughout the month of January to place my bets, I always have to ask them, like, is it all right if I sit here and don't drink? Like, I'll buy a water and I'll give you a $5 tip. Right. If you just let me sit here and for like and you say that to 30 you minutes. And You say that to them. Yeah, and they're
0: like, no problem.
2: Like people come in here all the time just to bet, but they're usually drinking. So that's why I'm like But like Alright, I'll give you a five dollar tip, just give me a water.
0: It's crazy you don't have to say any of that. Like you can just be an alcoholic wants to bet. Like that doesn't drink.
2: Yeah, but you can't just sit in a bar and like not purchase anything. That's kind of against the rules, Greg. Is it? I don't know. I used to I used to be a bartender and they used to tell it like if someone's not spending money and they're not tipping you well, like Ask, what's going on? Like, if you're not, if you're in a bar establishment, unless it's, like, known that, like, you're a recovering alcoholic or something,
0: whatever. You don't have to have a freaking pin on your chest that says recovering alcoholic. It's just weird if you go into a bar and you're you're chilling and you're not drinking. Why would you do that? Just stay in your house then. You want want to bet. You live in New York. You went to a bet. They're not going to be upset that you're not drinking when you're spending your money gambling, which ultimately you'll probably lose. No offense. That's not. They don't build a huge. Uh, yeah, hotel- you have no faith in me. No, they don't build these <laughs> huge hotels and huge casinos and huge sports books because people win, Frank. Majority think, people.
2: Yes, but these. It's not like these bars are associated with sports books or anything. But you're, you're, I, really, I thought you're going to the sports book to bet. No, no, Greg. I never. You don't even pay attention when I talk. You see, this is what I'm talking about. What do you mean? This is what I'm talking you about. You said you go to Jersey. You don't pay attention to me when I talk. I th- no, I- what are you talking about? I'm staring at you talking I to I go, you clearly don't understand. I go into Hoboken. I sit in a random bar. I thought you were- And I place bets. I thought you were at the I've bar. I've only been to the actual sports book like twice. I actually thought. One like- of them was with Gabe when he was like running around with like a chicken without a head. That was great to watch. And then another time was before the season when I placed right. my wager bet. on the Rams. I honestly
0: always thought when you like, were going to Jersey Place Your Bets, yes. you went to the sports book. And, and I,
2: I have one hundred percent told you that I take the path train into Hoboken, Well, I know get you get off. So I, go know to you a have, bar
0: I know you have recommended. It's not associated with the sports all. I know that you have recommended that to, to Corey and other yes. people that uh, you could do that. But yes. I just it's a lot easier I just than I just traveling. For you to on Friday nights the you just, on your Friday nights when you place your bet before Sunday, you just go to the go to the, yeah. the Meadowlands and you, you sit there for a little while and play some bets and you leave. No. It's very far. Li- I didn't realize you literally just went you get off the port go to like Michelle's bar Yeah. and sit there. Pretty
2: much. I did go to that bar once.
0: Sure. It's right across the street from Bath season. Yeah. 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 So. But you say still you <laughs> do you order like mozzarella sticks or anything? I not can't tonight, eat anything. Not tonight, <laughs> not tonight, not tonight, but like in general.
2: No, normally like when it wasn't January, I would buy a couple of beers. I think I order food like once. Yeah.
0: But I don't think now do, that I like I don't think you have to do that. It's weird to sit in a bar and not order I don't, I don't I don't agree. You can still sit in the corner with a water. Free water.
2: Nah, it's Why? Still, it's still awkward, though. Why? It's still awkward. You're there, like, working. Trying to make money. Yeah, but they don't care. They don't have to let you st- stay in their establishment if you're not sure, buying anything. Of course not. It's like going to McDonald's and like not
0: ordering food. Sure. Of course. But you, you're right. But you don't have. You're not required to do that. If you're at a bar, you just want to have a water and you want to sit for a few minutes. You're allowed to do that. Well,
2: it takes me a little more than a few minutes. Greg. Half hour. whatever. Sometimes I'm there for like you know, thirty minutes to an hour. Right? You know, scouring through all these these props and what I want to tease and how I want to do stuff. How I'm going to lose my money. It takes time.
0: I don't think you're required to have a beer, man.
2: I'm not going to buy a beer. I'm going to buy a water. And you don't have to buy. Maybe a water, I'll buy you the bartender a drink. Why?
0: You can't just sit yeah, there and do yeah, Why? It's not like this is, like, this is a an lie. establishment where every it's table is It's bar etiquette. You wouldn't ed-
2: understand if you haven't worked behind a bar, Greg. I have. But it's not like it's like a
0: packed house and you're taking over someone's seat.
2: I mean, it's pretty packed whenever I go. Like, really? Like, packed? it's almost like, like... you're taking over like someone's I seat. Like, I almost can't find a seat at the bar. Like, one time I had to sit at a table. Okay. How, that's even how, weirder, not ordering food. How are the... Are, are there a lot of tables available?
0: Yes. Okay, so what's the difference? Set of a table. The, you're not taking the seat from somebody
2: else. You're not You're not seeing the point, Greg. I'm seeing the point. I just disagree with you. Everybody me. in the chat, just let Greg know that
0: he's wrong. You're wrong, dude. You're sitting at a table that you're not taking up a seat. I understand it like it was crowded. You're sitting there, you're not ordering anything. I understand that. But if it's empty, who
2: cares? It's a difference. You can't sit in an establishment and not order something, Greg. Why? Again, it's like going to McDonald's and not ordering food. They're going to sure. kick you out eventually. Hours they later. should kick you out right away. No, of course not. You're just Why there. should you be allowed I'm to go into, like if you owned a restaurant, would you want someone coming in and not ordering anything? I wouldn't care if they weren't taking up
0: Treat somebody else's seat. Treat others how you want to be treated, Greg. If they're not taking over somebody else's seat, what do I care how long they sit there for? If I have other customers. It could be a pay. crazy
2: person. Like what kind of person goes into a restaurant or a bar and doesn't order anything? they are not hungry. It You're could be a crazy. Per- well, then why are you in there?
0: You're, you're That's doing, why I explain doing, myself you're, you're when doing, I get in there. I'm like, hey, work.
2: I'm going to play some bets here. Is there a right if I just order a water because I'm not drinking or eating anything good in the
0: month of January? To be honest, I'm reading the chat. They agree. With wait, who? Wait, a second with, wait with, a second. with you.
2: Of course they do. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> ever agrees with you. Can please. I interject? Is it okay to charge somebody uh, for a drink or just any item if they just want to use your bathroom? Oh, I hate that. Uh, no, no, it's ridiculous. No, right? of course not. You should have to buy something to be able to use the bathroom. No way. You've clearly That's never owned anything or worked anywhere. Like if I, like when I was a bartender, there's no way I'm allowing any like hobo to just come in and be like, hey, can I use your bathroom? If they're not buying something, there's, difference between there's ho- no way
0: there's a difference between a hobo. And if someone like Martino walks in and goes like, hey, can I use your bathroom? No, you have to buy something. No, I'm dying.
2: Rules are rules. That's stupid. It's stupid. There are rules in place for a reason, Greg. That's ridiculous. Let's jump into a little bit here, Greg. Okay. And we're going to... I want to ask Marshall about this himself when he comes in here. But another prop, like some of these historical props that we've seen, Greg, I think are fascinating. And in the 2001... Correct? 2001 Super Bowl?
0: Yep. No, 2002 Super Bowl. 2001 season,
2: 2002 2001 season, yes. Um... When Marshall Falk faced the Patriots, he rushed for 76 yards. Right. Oh, speaking of the devil. Here speaking is. of the devil. Yeah. He, he, tell, him, tell him what he rushed for. Marshall Falk ran for 76 yards yeah. in the meeting against the New England Patriots yeah. back in the 2001-2002 Super right. Bowl. Now, there's a prop whether Todd Gurley right. is going to have five and a half more rushing yards than that.
0: I'm taking Marshall. I don't care who you take. I don't know who Marshall walks taking. <laughs> like, is, is is Marshall taking Marshall or is Marshall taking Todd Gurley? I'm sure it'll be a good sport, and he, he's going. to I'm taking Todd me. You taking, taking you?
1: I'm taking right. me. What's going on with Todd Gurley? What uh that's a good question, man. That's a good question. But I, I'll tell you this: whatever's going on with him, if I had to defend the Rams, and I saw in two games that they beat two two very good defense, two top ten defenses. Right without Todd having the type of games, I'm worried. Sure. Because that's, that's, that's the thing. Okay, take Tiger Girl away, put the pressure on Jared Goff, you win against the Rams. Or, or maybe you don't. Right. Or maybe you don't. Right, of course. That's that's a, that's a the thing, man. I, I, I was surprised. I was surprised that in New Orleans, I was like, wow, this is, this is, oh my God, where's Todd? Where's Todd? We're, we're down 13, where's Todd? Right. And Jared did his thing. Jared absolutely I was
0: impressed. Did. He, he did do his thing. We're Marshall Falk, former, Hulk, former St. Louis Rams, Indianapolis Colts, Rams, just, Ram. just Rams, yeah, yeah, Rams. Yeah, just Rams, yeah. All right, you were you were in the Superdome, right in the box?
1: Yes, that was.
0: You were, you were in the box with other famous Rams. Yeah, uh-huh. So that, so, that, so you still consider yourself a Ram? Oh, I mean, I,
1: I, I'm a Ram. I'm a code. I play for both Fine. organizations. Are or you an Aztec? I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes sense.
0: The Todd Gurley thing to me is the weirdest thing because I don't get it. Like unless unless he's hurt, right? Like I've been saying for months that he probably. Torn MCL. So we we don't know. You'll know, and I don't think you'll know until after, whenever they get eliminated. You'll know, maybe.
1: Well, there's no elimination. You you win and go home. I mean, it's like it's, this is this True. is it. But uh um, it's it it's like a it's like the Cam Newton situation. Okay, we were are wondering, man, what's what's going on with the Panthers? They don't look what it's can something wrong, and then you find out. Right. But I I don't, I don't know. I I in, in reality, I almost hope that something's wrong with him. Right instead of he just playing bad if that's what it is or or they, they they're they're using cj more I don't know it's it's hard to say man you you never know but that's the part I almost I almost like just don't
0: get right let's let's say he's hurt he's not a hundred percent let's just let's just assume that right? right he starts the game last week two weeks ago against New Orleans plays the first two series comes out for a third series breather fine happens all the time it doesn't come back until the two minute drive in the first half and then plays one drive in the fourth quarter that usage is where I don't I don't get. You want to use them on passing downs, yep. fine. You want to use them in the two minute drill, fine. But to have them sit out for two straight quarters and then bring them back randomly, in the well, fourth.
1: I, I don't get it. Well, the first half, they had two early possessions, right, and like maybe two more possessions after that. New Orleans controlled the time half. of possession in the first half. Yep. And the second half, CJ got hot. CJ was running the ball good. But what's good? Didn't he finish with forty-four yards rushing? No, but it, it was forty-four in the second half. Okay, and you look at when they gave him the ball, what he did with right. it. I mean, he was it was effective, and 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 now you you go to play action off of that. Sure, it works.
2: Against a stout run defense, too. Like the Saints' run defense was one of the best in the league all season long. I think what worries me even more about Todd Gurley's usage last week is the fact that just the week before against the Cowboys. He was amazing. I, I have a question: sixteen rushes for one hundred fifteen yards and a touchdown. This,
1: but this is my question: If yep. Ty Gurley was playing for New England right. and this happened, we'd be okay with it. Would we though? Yeah, I don't know, man. You wouldn't question. I think it's you look, wouldn't. You wouldn't question if. I, 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 well, first of all, I, I, they, would, they
2: would never pay a, a running back. First of all, we'll
1: get into that in a second. But like, if Gronk was standing on the sidelines, hands on his hip for yeah. three quarters, we'd question it. So if Sony Michelle has like five carries for like six yards. We're gonna question it. No, it's just the flow of the game. I think you, it's, it's some. If if, if Todd Gurley's best if Rex one of the Burkhead best gets of the- hot, yeah, then that's that. Or if James White gets hot, but isn't Todd Gurley different than Rex Burkhead and Sony Michelle and James White? Like he got that contract and, 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 for and, a reason. And here's it's the here's, highest
2: paid running back in the league.
1: Here's what I'm telling you: that doesn't mean you lose games because of that. Right. Don't 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 get it confused. I mean, they are winning games. Don't get it confused. <laughs> you still have to do what you need to do in order to win games. Right. This is what has made Bill Belichick who he is. Mm-hmm. If you got to go, they went away from Gronk. Mm-hmm. Like we were and 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 then guess what? Against Kansas City, right back to I'm him. Drunk, yeah. So you you have to prove that you can win games without your best player having his best game. Of course, and that's that's they've done that two weeks in a row. Big, I'm talking about not like regular season weeks, two playoff games without their best player having his best stuff. And CJ C. had a better game against Dallas.
2: Yeah, was, no, they both, great against Dallas. they both ran great. But the thing is, you know, I see reports that, you know, some front office executives are saying CJ Anderson fits what the Rams want to do more. When I see a report like that, like, that doesn't really make sense, does it? Well, it, it like, they're just trying to make something where like, there's
1: nothing. It's not you. You have to understand they're they're not talking about they're not talking about grand scheme of yep. what they want to do. It's like okay, you play two really good defenses that you can't be one dimensional against, and you 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 have to force run the ball, which means sometimes you got to run the ball even if the play is uphill, even if they have too many guys in the box, you got to run the ball. And CJ, most backs, most backups come in and they want to get. He's a one cut guy. He come from the Denver system. He's gonna make that one cut, and is always going forward. He's gonna get you one, two, five. It could be ten. That's it. you need your backup to be like that, and that's what when he fits what they do. They're not talking about replacing Todd. Mm-hmm. They're talking up. They're talking about relieving Todd, complimenting him. Yes, you gave Todd Gurley all this money, and CJ Anderson, the one cut guy, yep. doing what he
0: does. We've heard all year for the last couple of years that running backs don't matter anymore.
1: You believe that? Well, I mean, let's think about it. The Patriots drafted Sony Michelle in the first round. Yes, they did. All right. Uh, Zeke Elliott was in the playoffs. I think he was high on the rushing list. <laughs> um, uh, the Damian Williams guy that that Kansas City just happened to mm. find. My God, he had a he he was good down the stretch for yeah. them. It's just the teams in the playoffs and what Saquon Barkley meant mm-hmm. to the Giants. It's like, okay, we have a future. Now we can draft some offensive linemen. I mean, we, we don't matter until you don't have one. When you don't have one, <laughs> then you realize we matter. We'll talk more with Marshall Falk over the next 40 minutes. We have a lot to go
0: over uh, with him. Uh, of course, analyzing Super Bowl 53 this Sunday uh, at in Atlanta. Frank, Marshall, I'm Greg. We'll be back right after this. You're watching and listening to Fantasy Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day.
0: Back with you, fantasy best friends forever. Frank Stample, Marshall Falker, Greg Sussman here with you. Marshall, you're here uh, promoting the
1: foundation for a drug-free world. Why is this so important to you? Just because, uh, and 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 it's simple. I'm not telling people what they're doing is wrong or don't do it. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm like minded with the foundation that why not know what it is that you are putting in your body. Why not know what you are doing. Why not know what the ramifications of drugs. I'm not talking about just what they put out. You know, on on what you read and that. Get some literature. When you want to know about a restaurant, you yelp it, you read it, you you learn about it. You need to know what and how drugs affect you and, and make a decision if you want to indulge because as, and, and we'll start with marijuana, sure. as more and more states starting to make it legal, kids are going to want to partake and parents need to have information. And this is the information where you can sit down and have a, a good conversation with your kids about what, what drugs can do to you? Absolutely. And for that information,
0: you can head on over to drugfreeworld dot org. That information uh, is listed there. There's gonna be five hundred thousand booklets passed out uh during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, so everybody there, and those surrounding the area, and, and family, friends, they'll just be educated. And if you make a decision, make a decision. But at least know know all of the information that goes into the decision before you make it.
1: That's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not. You do you. Against, right. Yeah, I mean, it's not a not just say no to you. I'm not saying no. You do you, right? Just know. Educate yourself before you use something. Of course. We do with everything else. Right. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Now, I think it's crazy, and I've talked about this a lot over the last two weeks, that this Patriots dynasty started against you guys, right? Against against you and, and Kurt Warner and, and the Rams back in 2002. And it's just remarkable that it's still Bill Belichick and still Tom Brady. Yeah, why would you leave? <laughs> you're absolutely right but that's but that's what makes it weird to me is that and i'm reading tea leaves i understand that that belichick saw the net like saw the next step and wanted to move on to jimmy garoppolo and wanted to get rid of tom brady and start anew. last year did he that's what I, that's, me, that's he what he leaves did he days. think about it did he i don't know i i just think it's crazy that what 16 17 years later it's still the same guys Still going. As you're in the Hall of Fame,
1: Kurt's in the Hall of Fame, the Rams aren't even in St. Louis anymore. Hey, Belichick was pretty shitty in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, he was a genius. Of course. Without number 12, right. I, yeah, it was dicey. But don't you think he wants to prove that? Like he,
0: I've always believed he's going to stick around until after Brady leaves to prove it's him.
1: Why? Why does he have to prove it? Ego. Why? What? I, don't know, I just assume everyone has a big ego. He won with Castle. Sure. 11-5. and five. Right. We saw Garoppolo and right. um Brissette come in and when 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 Brady was suspended. I mean that 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 was enough to let you know that he can coach. We know that he can coach. We're not saying that he can't coach, but it's 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 games like this or or like last week when Brady he makes it easy on a coach. He makes it easy on a coach. You only have to worry about defense.
0: I guess you could also note how good Belichick is by noticing that almost every assistant that leaves just does not have a sustained amount of success.
1: I don't know. Does that mean he's good or does that mean he's bad? Well, I don't know if he's good at mentoring. No, good uh, Good coaches breed good coaches. Like Andy Reid. I'm just saying. Yeah, sure.
2: He's made quite a few, right? It just, seen it, it now it, with it, Doug Peterson. Of and, course. And, right. Matt like, Nagy. How do
1: you what, what What do you constitute being good? Because they can't go duplicate his system? Or because they suck.
0: That logic also. That logic almost, in a way, reminds me of Duke basketball. Like, is is it Coach K's job to make sure people, these players are ready for the NBA,
1: or is it Coach K's job to win national championships? Well, before he was down with the one and done, it was he. He said he was getting you ready, right? And none of those guys he got ready. Right now it's the one and done. It's not his job. He's sure. like, just come on out here, play a year. Go yeah, on. right. Yeah. And he's just, and he's just come gone. help, come help grow my Duke legacy. Of course. Because I'm tired of losing to Kentucky <laughs> and, 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 and North Carolina. On the other, on the other side of that, on the other side
0: in the Super Bowl is obviously Sean McVay, 33, yeah. 33 years 33. old, wonder kid, the the the
1: genius. How would you have reacted to a, a coach that was younger than you? I don't know. That's a good question but this coach that's younger than than me is is unique sure he is he is unique he he has he has the ability to lead men without needing authority over them it's not about threatening or cutting or benching you just believe in him and he's going to lead you there's so many types of ways to lead and i like that he leads from the front. I don't think you can
0: not like that, right? I mean, it's yes. just it's just been successful. I, mean, I am interested in when things ultimately at some point get tough, how he's able to react to that.
1: What, I, which tough, like down thirteen nothing to the New no, Orleans Saints, like going in New, in New the Orleans super dome. <laughs> in the no. Superdome doesn't get much. Like
2: but like last year, he like faced <laughs> a lot of adversity. I'm like going like a go three
0: game losing streak, and then players start chirping, and how you react to that?
1: Yeah, I mean that, that could be. You, that's he, he he might not go through that. I hope so. I mean, New England they hit a three-game losing streak. That was like what was it last year or something like that, right? Like, it was the first time since Brady and Belichick been. In. He might not go through that, and by the time he does, you know, it's it, it's all hypothetical. I, and listen, here's here's the shooting in Westlake fires in Malibu like these are things that derail your team the canceling of the game the canceling of the game in Mexico City and you gotta these are the things that head coaches you gotta fix right they're on their way to Denver oh we canceled the game oh now we gotta travel back to no we're gonna stay in Denver because of the fire you got all this stuff surrounding you when you can lead when you can lead you can lead Good leaders lead. And when you don't have it, you don't have it. Sure. You can't. There's no book for you. There's no mentor mentoring for you. You just don't have it.
2: And you can argue that. Like, he's already faced some adversity from last year, you know, being a first-round exit in the playoffs where, like, he kind of took the league by storm. Then he had to bounce back from that. And then what he did this season, remember, they kind of stumbled into the playoffs. Like, they lost their their final two games of the regular season. They weren't particularly close games either. So, like... They kind of stumbled into the playoffs and then to beat the Cowboys the way they did, and as Marshall alluded to, beat the Saints the way that they did. They were down 13 zip inside the Superdome. I think he's kind of like faced adversity already over the first two seasons, right? And, they and fell and behind he versus the, the
1: Cowboys, fell behind versus the Saints. And just 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 think about he took over a bad team. Real bad.
2: Like <laughs> yeah, it was one of the worst offenses in the league.
1: A bad team, a quarterback who people thought was a bust. Sure, what does that say about Jeff Fisher? Well, <laughs> 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 we don't have to say anything about the Results this, speak for themselves, hey man. Yeah, listen, I'm not one for piling on.
2: <laughs> it is what it is, Marshall. I want to get back to uh, just Brady and Belichick a little bit, asking you about like you played against them 18 years ago. Yeah, what do you remember about them back then? Versus where they are now, like how much has changed? Has much changed at all?
1: Well, at, at that time, uh, Belichick was was an annoying coach. You know, I mean, I, still I, kind of annoying. I, I, I remember when I was with the coats and we, I was at the Pro Bowl and it was Parcells last year with the Jets and he was retiring and Belichick. Parcells didn't come, so Belichick ended up being the head coach and he didn't like the fact that we weren't really practicing at the Pro Bowl. It's like you had to get out of here. Right. It was like you know, he. I mean, he was. He was being. He, he was. He was kind of upset that we weren't really practicing, and Pro Bowl practices are fun. Sure. So and then and then the whole fiasco with not wanting to coach the Jets. Like I, I didn't want to take this job and then do anything with the. He. he you know. He kind of seemed like he was. He was a pain. Mm-hmm. And and he was trying to find himself in in this league, and that's where he was, and, and Brady was. I mean, they didn't, they didn't know at the time. It was like, should Drew Bledsoe get to start the Super Bowl? Right. We don't know. Like, who are they going to play? Well, who is it going to be? I remember doing the Got Milk commercial, and we didn't know who was going to start. So Bledsoe and and Brady, I did the Got Milk commercial with both of them. I did one shoot with, with Brady, wow. one shoot with Drew Bledsoe. That's crazy. <laughs> that reminds me of
2: like, a situation with, like, the Ravens, right, Greg? Like, with Lamar Jackson versus Joe Flacco. Like, we saw that within the game. Like, people talking about a halftime as bad as Lamar Jackson was playing, right? Like, should they go to a veteran like Joe Flacco? Like, come on, Lamar Jackson got you this far. Are you really going to abandon him now? Plus, he's the future of the franchise stuff. I think well, well, let me let me almost pile
0: yeah. on, on, on there. In a game like that Ravens game, where Lamar Jackson through the first half had, had nothing. He just didn't have anything. As a player in that huddle, do you start wanting Joe Flacco to come in the game?
1: That's a good question, man. I, I I've never been in that situation. But but I will say this. The John Harbaugh has the pulse of his team. Right. And and the statement was made that Lamar was their quarterback and that was that. Sure. And it was it wasn't it wasn't about it wasn't just that he got them there. Mm-hmm. They knew that that Flacco they didn't want to get Flacco hurt because they're moving him. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's 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 dead money. That's some. That's going to be someone else's salary. Mm-hmm. If he got hurt, the next year was guaranteed. Absolutely, and it's so on, it's on them. It, it it was more of a business decision than anything. Okay. So so they were not going back. How
0: hard is it to be in that role of a Joe Flacco? Steven Jackson comes in
1: right at the end of your career. How hard? Nature is that? of the beast, man. Okay, nature of the beast. Just it's business. It is what it is. Joe Joe came in and took somebody's job. <laughs> it's the it's the nature of the beast. Yeah. You, you know, you, you you doing the eating or you getting eaten? Absolutely. <laughs> you, getting, you getting ate. Absolutely. That's how it is. It, there's no other way to go about it. Of course. I, I guess, I mean, somebody can walk in here and be better than me at my job, and I got to keep right. That's it. It is what it is. Yeah. Like, they have to decide, you know what? We're going to stick with you, although he's better, and that's it. <laughs> right. Naturally. But Speaking- most of the time, you want to get better. Of course. Speaking of... Being
2: the best, right? Or falling by the wayside. You know, people talk about... I've heard this offense of the Rams being referred to as the greatest show on turf, 2.0. Uh, I mean, I think they have some pretty big shoes to fill. And I'm not just saying that because you're here. I mean, you look at things like Torrey Holt, what he was able to do in his career, eight seasons of at least 1,100 receiving yards, 74 career touchdowns. Isaac Bruce, 15,000 career receiving yards, 91 touchdowns. When you hear... Someone talk about this Rams offense like the greatest show on turf 2.0. How do you react to something like that?
1: Uh, I think it's unfair to the guys that are playing now. Okay, yeah. because because you're going to stack you're going to stack my the, the four to five the five years that we spent together all of famers.
2: Like, but I'm just saying frankly, you're, yeah. you're
1: stacking versus two. Right. I mean we got to give them some time. We got uh, let's see. I I don't know. They they could end up being being much better than we were, you know, it's, and, and then I'm, I'm, I like it in a sense because, okay, they have something to compare to to measure up to. And then from then on you you say, does, are the, are the measurables, are they comparable? Has the league changed that much? Because I mean, back when I was playing, if you caught a hundred balls, that was, that was something. Mm -hmm. And now you have multiple guys catching a hundred balls. I mean, you, you a guy can catch 10 passes and have 75 yards because five of the passes was four-yard routes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that just didn't happen. Totally different. That didn't it's totally happen. Different game. Yeah. It, it's, when, when, when I came into the league, if your quarterback threw the ball more than 25 times a game, that means you, you lost or you were losing and you had to throw it. Now, if your quarterback don't throw the ball 25 times a game, something's wrong with your team hundred percent. hundred percent. Like crazy.
0: It's like an archaic offense in a way. If your quarterback's not throwing the ball um, 25
1: times per game, it's, it's more or more. 25 is not even acceptable. But I think
0: not to kiss your ass, but like looking at your old stats and what you were able to do both in the receiving game and the rushing game. And that's unlike anything outside of Damien Tomlinson. Nobody did that. Nobody did that. And fans almost like the pioneer in that.
2: Like, honestly, I was looking through your numbers last night and I was just five straight seasons of 80 plus receptions. At the time when, like, you did that, 767 career receptions over a 12-year career. That's nearly 64 catches a year from the running back position. Like, we haven't really seen running backs with that kind of sustained receiving ability 100%. until, I don't know, maybe, like, right now. Like, with a guy like Christian McCaffrey, right? right. right, like right. Alvin Kamara. But now kind of like now set it's, that. It's,
1: it's how you have to play. If you want to yeah. be the guy, you know, and, and, and when I look at this league, uh, talking about guys, I'm talking about you. Do it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Zeke Elliott. There's Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell. Like that's those are the guys that they do it all. They don't come out. They can play whole games. Uh, whether it's pass protecting, whether it's inside running, outside running, whether it's catching the ball out of the back foot or lining up as a receiver, those guys they they can do it. And, and, and highly functioning. Like, it's not like, oh, we, these are your specialty plays. Nah, and nah I, there's, there's some other guys out there. And I think that, it actually goes back to kind of what we were talking about, right? Like, it goes back to what we were talking about of if running
0: backs matter, if you could just, if you need to draft them in the first round or you could just find them wherever. Because the, the guys you're naming, Gurley, Zeke, both first round picks, both top 10 picks. Even Saquon Barkley, a second overall pick, just like Marshall was. But even still, like the Le'Veon Bell, second round pick, David Johnson, right early, early on, and these are the guys that you're seeing more and more of. That, or we're going back to that guy that could do everything. Christian McCaffrey last year, we laughed hysterically in August when we heard he was going to get 30 touches a game. We thought it was impossible in today's NFL, and there he was. He was getting 30 touches a game, and it was crazy because it's almost like what is old is new again.
1: Where you're relying on one guy. Well, it's, 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 it's when you can rely on one guy. You're absolutely right. Of course. <laughs> teams, teams would love to have one guy right. do it, but they rely on multiple guys because they have to. And, 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 and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, if, if you have to go with the platoon system, you, you, you got to do what's best for your team and you got to work with what you have. And it's, it's not that, that these guys, they were potential first round talent. Our scouting systems suck. How do we make it better? You hire better scouts. The better scouts find players. That's what Is it about scouts or is it about analytics or is it a mix of that? How do it's, it's scouting. It's scouting. being it's being able to analytics analytics is what you lean on when you don't trust your eye. Okay. My eyes I, I can I know a football player when I okay, he can play on this level. Right. I could tell you that easily. But if if I have to if my job depends on it, then what I want to do is not only tell you that he can play, but now I need to give you some some analytics. I need to give you some some measurables. I need to I need to woo you with, oh my God, at the combine he ran this and he did that in shorts. Or I gotta if you watch the tape, you could tell if a player can play. If you didn't know Alvin Kamara could play this game. Right. Now, did he have some off the field issues or something? Yes. But could he play the game? You're damn right. It's really it's thirty one other teams. Well, even
2: including the Saints, like he lasted to the third round. No, he didn't so last. Like,
1: it wasn't that you just you, you could. They it was when are you willing to gamble on the talent yeah. and is he going to be the guy off the field sure. or is he mm-hmm. going to cost you issues? That's when they gamble.
0: That actually always reminds me. Not that I'm a scout, not that I don't nearly a quarter of what he knows. But I watched a game so many years ago, a Texas game, and I watched Jamal Charles. I'm like this guy can run. Like this guy is talented. <laughs> He's an NFL player. And the fact that he lasted to the middle rounds was crazy to me because you could see yeah. it. He sprinted off the page. That's how good he was. So maybe more people need to trust their eyes. we we'll are back with Marshall Falk previewing the Super Bowl when we come back. Fantasy best friends forever, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Greg Stanfield, Greg Sussman, joined by the Hall of Famer, Marshall Falk, previewing the Super Bowl with us. And I know you guys are talking on the morning show about the lack of buzz around the Super Bowl and what people are talking about. And a lot of it, of course, is the pass interference and it's Roger Goodell and all, all this other stuff. But to me, the number one story people are talking about at the Super Bowl right now, at least from my eyes, is Tony Romo and his experience and him calling the game? You've been a broadcaster almost since the day you stepped off the field. If given the opportunity, and you've obviously called plenty of games before, could you
1: do what Tony Romo does? Yeah, and, and, and here's here's see the challenge for the good part for Tony is he's he's close to the game still, right? And not only that, he studied Tom Brady, sure, and that offense. <laughs> and when you when you know that. When you watch what the defense is doing, you understand how they are going to attack and what needs to happen. That's that's just football. Mm-hmm. When you're further removed from the game, say like a Phil Sims, sure, those things sometimes they change because football, although it's the same, the little nuances and why people do things, it 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 changes. Tony's close to it. So all of those little nuances, he's going to let you in. He can clue you in. Is it different because he was a quarterback rather than a running back? Um, I'm the wrong person to answer that <laughs> <laughs> because I view the game as the quarterback. Okay. For most running backs, that would be the case. Sure. What Tony's talking about is I see. I see the same thing. Sure. So I, why is it such a phenomenon now? Uh, because, because guys, because guys that call games are so afraid of being wrong sure. that that's all they do is follow the game. Okay. And what Tony is, what Tony is doing is he's ahead of the game, mm-hmm. which is how you play the game. You play the game ahead of the game. Absolutely. They're, they're doing this, this, and this. Okay. We need to do this now. He's ahead of the game as you would a quarterback instead of an announcer is after the game. Of course. I also wants to tell you what happened and why. Well, damn, I saw that. (laughs) To me, to me, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So look at this. The corner drops down. The guy does this. He throws the Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Thanks. Got it. Right. The good good thing is predicting what's coming, Mm -hmm. what's next, what they should do. That's football. Every play caller is doing that. Every offense and defensive coordinator. That's what their job is. 100%. That, that's all they're doing. Yeah. And that's all Tony's doing when he's calling the game. Now, I'm making it seem minute. It's a lot of film study. A lot of film study. A lot of hard work. But when you have one game. Sure. To call. That, that's it. Right. You're good. One game a week. Because, because that, Tony does this. You study the offensive coordinator. You study the defensive coordinator. You look at their common opponents. You look at their head-to-head matchups. You see what worked, what what they what they did versus each other, and then what are the wrinkles that they like to use? And being so close to the game, it's co- just comes easier. The terminology and the the, the things that's used, mm-hmm. it's all the same. It's it's still fresh. fresh to Tony. You
0: were saying you were saying before, hey, I'm a Ram, I'm an Aztec, I'm a Colt, I'm all these things. I, I I played for these teams my whole life. How hard is it for you then? Or Tony Romo with Dallas to criticize or analyze objectively? Because a guy like Michael Strahan will never pick against the Giants the rest of his life. Right? I mean, he basically picked against them once. He got all this crap from Giants fans. He goes, you know what? It's not worth it to me. I'm never going to pick against them ever again. Jimmy Johnson will never pick against Dallas on a Fox pregame show. Ever. How hard is it for you as an analyst or a commentator to talk about and analyze the Rams or, or for Tony to do the Cowboys?
1: Those 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 analysts that are doing that, they're not real. Right. That's fake. Sure. Because if you feel like they're going to lose, say it. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. Are you able to not just say, "Hey, they're going to lose," but criticize and criticize and criticize? Is no, it, it's not criticism when you're when you're telling people what they saw and why they saw it. Right? Like that. I'm I'm watching the same thing you're watching. My eyes are saying this. Mm-hmm. That's not criticism. But I, guess I guess it's.
0: You're right. It's not criticism, but I guess I see a guy like a, a Jerry Jones being like Tony. What the f, man? You're my guy. Why are you doing that? And I guess Tony's like, "It's my job." <laughs> I don't, I don't know that. I don't know how that dynamic, I guess, works. I don't,
1: right. I, don't, yeah. uh, I mean, what's the difference in that? Saying, "Hey, Tony," I mean, I mean, "Hey, Jerry," why'd you get rid of Dez? You don't have a number one receiver, right? Hey, you know, this is my team. I do what I want with it. Get out of here. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course, we we can all find something to 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 critique people on, but if you're just stating the obvious, like, "Hey, Jerry Jones, you made a bad decision." By not signing Des and signing Hearns. Mm-hmm. that was a bad decision. And guess what? You made up for it by going and get Cooper. But all right, let's, let's let's
0: let me talk about that decision. Nobody signed Dez until the middle of the season when the New Orleans Saints signed him.
1: Was it Des turned down an offer the from Ravens, Cleveland, the Ravens, an the offer from the Ravens, Cleveland, and Ravens? Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Money, of course. Fair well, enough. You don't want to play with a running quarterback? Right. You, you don't want to play <laughs> You in don't want to play football. You
0: don't want to play in Cleveland. Naturally naturally. I just thought I just thought that, all right, if Jerry replaces Des Bryant with someone younger, someone faster, someone bigger at this point, fine. He did not He replaced him with Alan Hearns, which is which ultimately didn't work. And then they had to spend the first round picking Amari Cooper, which worked obviously much much better than Alan Hearns.
2: Marshall, when, when talking about Tony Romo, like, he's been the talk in terms of being able to predict plays, and people make jokes like, well, why didn't Tony Romo do this when he was playing the game, right? If he couldn't dissect plays like that. He's calling out these plays before they happen. Almost kind of, and people say like, well, joking around, why isn't Tony Romo a defensive coordinator in the NFL, right? Speaking of defensive coordinators, Wade Phillips, what is he game planning to stop in this game? Is it, is it only one side of the ball? Because I've heard, can you game plan to stop both? Can you game plan to stop both the run and the pass? Or because what it what it seems like they've been doing the past two games is they've limited Alvin Kamara rushing. He still caught the ball. They limited Ezekiel Elliott rushing. But if you try and limit a guy like Sony Michelle or Rex Burkhead rushing, then there's still Tom Brady that can pick you apart throwing the ball. Can you game plan to try and stop both elements? Or how does that work?
1: Kansas City did about as good a job as you can do. And things just didn't go their way, whether it be calls or whatever. Coin flip. Whatever. Just coin toss, whatever. It just did not go their way. And sometimes that's just that's just how it happens. Wade, whatever it is, and uh, I don't claim to have inside knowledge, he's been here before against the same team, <laughs> and he's – He's pulled it off, so both sides understand what Wade what Wade brings to the table, and Josh and Brady they'll be ready for whatever Wade's going to do. And I'm sure Wade's going to have a curveball for them. He's going to throw something at them, but in this offense, you affect the quarterback. I'm, the the, the quarterback is the one calling the run plays. You, you you affect Tom Brady will get out of a pass play, get into a run play. He'll check from one run play to another run play. It's it it's all about Tom Brady, and 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 I and, and this is no disrespect to the, to the other players on the team. This is this is I'm this is respect for Tom Brady. He's the only player on that offense that can beat you. No just- one else can.
2: And if there's any defense I could disrupt them, you would imagine a defensive line like Aaron Donald and Dominican and Sue, probably the defense I could
1: at least disrupt him. Right? That's not even a question. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you, regardless of how good that 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 Sue has played in the playoffs and the year Donald has had, mm-hmm. what they have to do in this game, it's it's it, it, They haven't done it yet. Yep. They they have not done it yet. They have to dominate this game like no other game that they've played before. And they and they might get stuck on the field because they'll 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 give you the they'll try to catch him subbing. Mm-hmm.
0: Why do so many coaches have problems with time management? Knowing the clock, understanding when to use timeouts, so on and so forth. Andy Reid, that's been a legacy of his forever. He's not under seemingly not understanding it. Why isn't there like a guy that says, "Hey, now is when you need to use a timeout"? Why isn't there like <laughs> Sean McVay is a pullback guy? Why isn't there a guy that says, "This is when you're supposed to use the timeout"? Do it.
1: So all coaches, they struggle with this, right? The problem is, let's say you use too many. Do you now know how to coach with only one, mm-hmm. or with only none? Mm-hmm. A lot of them don't put themselves in that in those situations. Good clo- coaches game plan for every situation. Oh, you know what? I burnt all my timeouts. We're middle of the second second quarter. What do I do? Okay, I have to call the game like this. Mm-hmm. I got to get the plays in faster. I got to make sure we lined up. I got to call plays that that don't have a lot of shifting and motioning, so where we don't get caught. Right. You 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 have to call a different game. You have to be prepared. For each situation or circumstance that you're in at that point in time. Now, come third quarter, playbook's back open. Sure, because you have timeouts now. Yes, but once you don't have those timeouts, you have to be careful about the plays that you, you got to call plays. Your new plays are out. <laughs> they're out. You you can't have somebody misaligning. You, you they're out. You just you can't do it. And some coaches they struggle with with that that element of the game. It's not that they don't know how to manage the clock. It's just that they don't understand what they need to go to when they get to that point in time of the game.
2: You hear the cliche a lot, Greg football game of adjustments, right? I think that more so paints the picture. It's not just like offensive and defensive adjustments that you need to make. It's also like in game, like clock, man, like, all right, I know that I don't have timeouts. I can't run the ball maybe as much as I wanted to, or, you know, just it's like those in-game adjustments aren't just offensive and defensive. It goes as far as like, I know the time is playing against me kind of thing. How
0: do you adjust to something like the Rams saw two weeks ago at the Superdome when they can't hear anything?
1: Like, what was the loudest stadium that you ever played in? Uh, the Superdome. Superdome. Yeah, in the playoff game. You're prepared for it. There's, there's, there's other ways to communicate. You got to be prepared for it. Right. Listen, crowd noise can't be an issue. Lack of communication can't be an issue for you. You 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 cannot have that decide the Super Bowl. Yeah, or 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 the championship game. Mm-hmm. That cannot be what decides the game. You can't allow you you've worked so hard to get here and you're going to allow crowd noise? Oh my god. You you practice in crowd noise. You you start there's the communication. You actually don't even use crowd noise and the quarterback communicates without any sound to the receivers. He communicate. He whispers to the lineman just so they, you might hear it faint. Sure, but you got to understand what's in the game plan. You got to know the situation. You getting third and five. You getting third and five. If, if if you're a lineman and you heard, I write. The, it's third and five. We're throwing the ball. That ain't the call. Right. Of course not. <laughs> that, you gotta turn and be like, You need it. I need it again. <laughs>
2: you see that happen a
0: lot.
1: You gotta know. Oh, absolutely. You, you see, when you see
0: the guys who are like this, like this isn't good. Right. This isn't good. No, that's that's like give it to me again. And, right.
1: And you gotta and you give them a hand signal or something. And How often do like receivers not hear it? And they just like, all right, I like, guess it's the route. receivers never hear it. They don't hear it. They don't hear the snap. Right. Receivers. When I was out wide, I only went off the ball. Yeah, I never listened to the quarterback. Ball gone, you gone. I'm I'm out here. Right. I can go when the ball move. Yep. But noise, sound has to travel. Mm-hmm. By the time I hear him say go, I'm late coming off the ball. Yeah, of course. I gotta watch the ball. Sure.
0: With that, we're gonna sign off of YouTube for today. The Frenzy is up next. Corey Farson, Chris Venture, and Jim Day. Marshall Falk, of course, will sit in for that. We have another five minutes. Subscribe, like, rate, and leave a comment. Marshall, after the Super Bowl's over or after the conference championship's over, I'm never going to experience any of this or anything like
1: it. What is what is the party like after that? How, how what is that? The conference, when you win the conference, I mean it's just that's just a happy locker room. I mean, that's right. you know, that's That's all you're thinking <laughs> about is you're thinking about for me, what I was thinking about, yeah. As a kid, I used to always say, "This play was to go to the Super Bowl." I never said this play was to win the Super Bowl because I felt like going was the thing, mm-hmm. and I got to live that dream. I was like, "I'm going to play." I'm like, "I get to play in the Super Bowl!" Wow, mm-hmm. and and then winning it is—that's a whole nother animal. I mean, it, it, it literally. Every everything that you do to be successful in the game, everything, everything that you sacrifice—time with your family, broken bones, torn ligaments—it it all it, it's like it's worth it right there in that moment because I can't put it into words because there's no words for it, but that feeling um, of accomplishment. Of of what you what you've been through to get there, there's nothing like it. There's nothing. It, it, it's 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 addicting, and that, that's this is why Tom Brady's forty one still chasing because it's addicting.
2: Yeah, and that's exactly why he says he's going to continue playing until he's forty five. Right, he just wants to keep winning.
1: I, I, I think so. he'll play beyond forty five if he can because there's you you can't replace. You know, there's not like a senior to like in golf. There's a senior tour. It's <laughs> more so in tennis. You go play doubles. Right. <laughs> basketball you can still play pickup when football is over it's over that's it speaking of addicting make sure you head on over to
0: drugfreeworld.org learn all the facts about drugs before you make the choice uh to take them it's listen it is a foundation for a drug-free world um know what you are in taking into your body before you make the decision to do so no one's telling you what to do what not to do that's on you at least have the information and the facts before you do whatever you ultimately choose to do. Marshall, we heard on the morning after we have two minutes left. We heard on the morning after you're taking the Rams. Greg Zerline walks it off uh, with a game winning field goal, just like Adam Vinatieri did to you all those years ago. What's the game flow like back and forth? The Patriots got to a lead. The Rams come back. How does the game go?
1: Uh, I think both teams are slow starting. Okay. Um, I actually think new England. Will, they'll, they'll, they'll take an early lead. Mm-hmm. And as Jared Goff has taken him a while to kind of get going, but uh, once the Rams kind of get a beat on what, what, what they're doing uh, defensively in the secondary, cause Bill's going to throw something different at them. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll get interesting, but the lack of, uh, I mean, new England has one pass rusher. I mean, you, you got to apply pressure. I know Brady hasn't been sacked, but golf has been sacked once. Right. And that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty darn good. And, uh, the whatever problems that New England had early in the season with their defense, they're going to get exploited to some degree. They they didn't just go away. Well, Brian Flores making
0: a good NFL head coach in Miami,
1: in Miami, playing against Bill twice a year. <laughs> And your boy Adam Gates twice a year, too. Come on, man. Somebody Was it just you that told me if the Dolphins, the Bills, and the Jets put their all their collection yeah. of talent <laughs> and coaches together, they couldn't beat New England? Sounds about right. Good luck exactly. with that. Sounds about right. That is
0: Marshall Falk. He'll be on next. Corey Parson, Jim Day, Chris Venture on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. For Frank Stanford. I am Greg Sussman. This has been an absolute blast. We'll make our final predictions tomorrow on the program. Thank you so much for watching. Frenzy's up next. I want to thank Marshall for joining us. Everybody downstairs. We'll see you tomorrow. We hope. We hope.